waiting for a time when we just open the floodgates and run out to parks and make out with random people. Okay, maybe not make out with random people. But I'm talking about that gum commercial that was going viral. I don't know what gum it was, extra or something like that. It was a, a really cool campaign where it was the end of the pandemic and everybody's blurry-eyed looking out of their windows and opening their doors and coming out all apprehensively. And then they just break into a sprint and they're running with their arms in the air because we've been waiting for freedom for so long that stage one is a welcome piece of news. We are now in stage one of reopening. We're finally there on June 11th. 11th. It is, uh, what, three days earlier than when we thought we would move into step one. And people are going to be on patios. They'll be meeting with socially distanced, uh, of course, in their backyard with groups of 10. So that's great. Like, I think some of us are going to take this weekend to see people that we haven't seen in a while and still be safe, but really, you know, start to get back to normal and reconnect. York Region's mayors and regional councils are urging the Ontario government to do a little bit better than they have when it comes to allowing some businesses to reopen. They're talking about personal services and small indoor gyms. They would like them to be able to reopen early because they're part of step two on Friday, next Friday. So here to talk about it, Ian Lovett, the mayor of Stouffville. Ian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Okay, this is hoping for a lot. I mean, like, I'm sure there are people listening going, well, really, I mean, can you not hold your horses here? (laughs) But why are you and uh, other officials, councillors, mayors in York Region asking the province to go ahead and and allow indoor gyms and personal services to open? Well, I think the, the biggest concern is that this sector of our economy has been uh, open for four weeks this year. And uh, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are really struggling and are hurting financially. And this industry self-regulates and, um, you know, has done uh, so much to protect their customers and their staff already. When we were open under the color-coded system, uh, that the province had in uh, in late last year, uh, contact tracing, uh, hygiene, uh, PPE. Uh, you know, you had to wear a mask if you were in the chair getting your hair cut or getting your nails done. These are all things that were done to protect their customers and their staff. And we feel that uh, in light of step one and what's being allowed, that uh, this. Uh, demographic of this industry can actually do uh, very, very well. And, um, you know, we've added everything through our medical officer of health and he endorsed uh, the motion yesterday, uh, which gave us the confidence to go forward with it. The reality is, is that in York region, um, there are thousands of personal service businesses and there were a couple where there was uh, some cases found. Um, so generally, uh, this industry is not a source of community spread. Um, and we think that they should be given the chance to, uh, to open safely. I know that a lot of uh, nail salons, hairstylists, tattoo shops, they have done their best to uh, limit capacity anyways on their own. And, and they mm-hmm. are putting up, um, you know, plexiglass shields. They're doing their best. Uh, to keep people safe. We're not talking about opening the floodgates here. You're talking about limited capacity, right? Absolutely. You've got to keep uh, your six feet apart. Um, you need to be wearing a mask. Um, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to somebody yesterday after our resolution, 
and they couldn't understand why uh, you can't go get your hair cut, but uh, you can go to the dentist as an example. And, um, you know, it takes 30 minutes or an hour for your haircut and you're in close proximity with a stylist who's wearing a mask and who is uh, protected, um, you know, who's been tested. Um, but then you can go into a dentist and they can have their hands in your mouth for 45 minutes. Uh, you're not protected, obviously, because they need to work on your teeth. So, there's well, a they're bit wearing of gloves. I, I don't want to. I don't want to yes. disparage again because because dentists are really adhering to some severe protocol. They're wearing gloves. They're yes. limiting the time. They've got like I think it's something like thirty minutes between clients that you let the air um, totally refresh in the room, so nobody's using that room. So I think we have to be careful when we start to compare things. But I understand what you mean. The the you know yeah. you can go in if you're Chris Creston. I'm I'm looking at him right now. I, I'm sure you're looking at him. Look at his head of hair. It's lustrous, but it takes ten minutes to do that. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I can be in and out of a barber's chair in about 15 minutes myself. Right. So, um, yeah, it, you know, I just think that certainly as, as a mayor of a, a growing community, we have uh, a lot of, uh, investment in our local main streets. And I hear from, uh, from, you know, everyone who's hurting, uh, whether it was restaurants, or our, you know, barbers or nail salons, tattoo shops, or gym owners. Um, everyone is just desperate to have a shot at reopening safely and uh, allowing them to start generate some revenue because this has been a devastating year for many, many people financially. I I like the fact that you brought up the word desperate because I think that is an important key uh, in our conversation. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. You know it. I know it. Anyone that's listening to me has looked around. Despite this lockdown we've been in, they've seen that people have pretty neat looking hair. Like there are clearly mm -hmm. people that are getting their nails done, that are getting their hair cut. And if you're, these businesses have been closed down, where are they doing that? That's part of the reason why you and other uh, officials in York Region are calling for the government to open up. Uh, personal services next Friday. Um, it's because of the illegal underground activity, right? That's right. And and actually that came to light a couple of weeks ago at our regional council meeting when Dr. Kerji was talking about the underground market for personal services. And they're unregulated. Uh, they're unknown uh, to obviously public health. Um, they're uninspected. Un and uh, they're also a source of uh, community spread. And so when the underground market is, uh, the, is a challenge and an issue for uh, transmitting COVID and the regulated and open, uh, you know, transparent uh, industry is, uh, is not, why would we not try to do this safely? Because mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to contact trace the same way. I mean, let's talk about hairdressers. That relationship is, um, it's one that you, you foster and you protect, Fiercely. So right. if something yeah. happened where your hairdresser is not going to make it, they go underground with their services because, as you say, they've been allowed to open, what did you say, four days or something this year? Uh, four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah, okay. They've, they've, yeah, they've had so four still, weeks of the of six months. a limited amount of time. Sure. Um, so they haven't really <laughs> been able to open. So how do you stay in existence? It's forcing some people to, uh, you know, I'm sure their clients have been bugging them. Okay. I'll break some rules, but that can be a problem when it comes to contact tracing. Cause you're not going to say, Oh, okay. And I was with my hairdresser who's been breaking rules. 
That's right. That where where if you uh, if we allowed uh, this industry to open, you've got names, you've got phone numbers, yeah. you've got the relationships like you were talking about. If something were to happen, if there was an outbreak for some reason, or there was someone who you know tested positive, you have the ability to contact everybody and contact trace. The illegal market, you don't have that. It makes it very, very difficult for public health. What are the odds of uh, the province saying, okay, you guys are right, we'll allow York Region to reopen indoor gyms, hair salons, tattoo shops with capacity limits? Um, Probably not great, if I'm honest. Uh, I think that the the province has uh, set out their their strategy and their staging, uh, you know, we're stage one as of, as of today with 21 days. Uh, I, I, I think the problem for me and where it's, there's a little bit of an inconsistency is that um, we were, we had some of these businesses open uh, earlier in the year and late last year under the color coded system. Uh, and this uh, phasing is far more uh, stringent. And so today, when we're open with patios, um, you know, the last time we were open with patios, York Region was in the red zone. And sure, we saw the spike happen uh, with the third wave. And uh, but we've actually exceeded the expectations of the province with uh, vaccination rates with seeing ICU numbers come down, hospitalizations come down, COVID case numbers come down. And so we're just asking and requesting that they consider it. It's uh, obviously a decision that we made at the health table uh, and we respect that decision. Um, but I also need to um, represent our constituents and uh, our business owners, many of which have not been able to access the federal and provincial funding, uh, the COVID relief funding. Um, which is a whole other story uh, that we can talk about another day. Mm-hmm. But um, the, like, honestly, some people are at, are desperately trying to hang on. Yeah. Uh, so I they're breaking one rules. Restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and unfortunately they're, they're being forced to. Ian, I want to thank you for your time. I wish you the best of luck. Um, if all goes well for you and the other uh, mayors in York region, Things could open up for you as far as gyms and personal services on next Friday, so a week from today. Uh, We'll watch and and wait. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Kelly. Be well. Have a great day. Ian Lovett is the mayor of Stouffville. Um, It doesn't look good because here's Christine Elliott on the odds of potentially speeding things up with reopening. Well, I, I know that's an issue that many people are concerned about, um, but it is something that is really up to our, our medical experts to advise. So once we move into stage one, we need to see how that goes, what is the effect of that first opening um, on the health of the people of Ontario. And so I, I would suggest that it's, it's too soon to say what we might be able to do with subsequent intervals. Okay, so uh, it's too early to say.